Greetings, beautiful people, and welcome to Queen's Stand Up Support Network Radio. Our purpose and intention is to create a non-judgment zone of support for the leaders and those working to be the change they want to see, where we increase our awareness regarding the experiences that manifest as we navigate through this adventure we call life. Increasing awareness allows us the opportunity to choose to align with the actions necessary to manifest the desired change. You give all of you every day working to live on purpose, and now we intend to give back to you by empowering you to tune into your souls. Let us pray. Almighty Divine Creator, as we grow from strength to strength, we give thanks for this day and the opportunity to expand our vibration as infinite choice makers. Thank you for showing us the way of healing. We are open to receive as we continue to align ourselves with peace. May our homes and hearts be forever filled and surrounded with happiness, healthiness, love, and forgiveness. As we live in the present moment, our most powerful point of being, in the name of the Father, the Mother, and the Child, Amen Mut Kanshu, Ashe, so let it be. healing from scars. It was a really great show, powerful and um, definitely intense. So check it out when you get the opportunity um, at queenstandup.com. Today we are here to talk about diet for divine connection. If you've been searching for a way to experience a consistent at-will connection with your spiritual source of love and guidance, this breakthrough book, Diet for Divine Connection is for you. Get a cutting edge, get cutting edge techniques on achieving the physical, emotional, relationship, and spiritual well-being and clarity of mind that frees you from the low vibrancy that blocks divine connection. 
Diet for Divine Connection offers a clear pathway to reconnecting with yourself, others, and your divine guidance. You learn how junk food, junk thoughts, and resistance to self-love block at-will divine connection and how to heal those blocks so that you can attain inner peace and joy and heal relationships. Author of this work of art, Dr. Margaret Paul, is here today to answer any questions that we have about the process. If you'd like to join the discussion, dial into 929-477-2476 and press 1. Welcome. How are you, Margaret? You're on the line, so you're unmuted, so hopefully you can connect with us. I see you there. You might have to dial into 929-477-2476 also. Um, I see you're connected to the high five. I'm really excited about this topic today, though, uh, because personally, that's one of the things that I've been working to do is to um, experience healthier relationships whether it be, you know, a relationship with yourself, a relationship with others um, in general. And I think that, um, and, and just understanding the importance of having a healthy body, we really don't realize that how we treat ourselves um, and even like the things that we focus on, uh, the things that we allow into our lives, and around our lives, it says a lot about how we feel about ourselves. And it's not always easy because we've been um, pretty much programmed to self-hate. We've been programmed to be codependent on um, external factors for happiness and joy. So none of us are really excluded from this. You know, especially if we're not being intentional. So it's really important to be intentional about uh, your health and wellness and just everything that you want to bring into your life. Uh, Case in point, I was reading Margaret's book here, and I hope you can connect with us pretty soon, Margaret. Um, Again, please dial in 929-477-2476. But I was reading her book, and um, one of the, the pages, and I know, you know, people, they, they're probably even skeptical when people start talking about conspiracies and, you know, what the government is doing. And that's, that's really not what I'm, what I'm, where I'm going with this. I'm talking about, like, paying attention <laughs> to history and paying attention to, you know, um, how human behavior, you know, and how um, people think. Um, if we look at, you know, history, um, you can see that uh, certain organizations or groups don't really always have our best interests in mind. They're really more focused on, like, bringing in a dollar amount or leveling themselves up in terms of um, status and class, you know. So you, you really have to be mindful of that. And this point that I'm mentioning, it's on page 41 of Margaret's text. Um, it's revelations about the food that you eat. And this is one case in point. It says, we all have images from our past that stay with us. One image that has always stayed with me is from an event that occurred when I was about six years old. 
Around that time, after World War II, margarine appeared on the market. We were told by the food industry, which is, which is um, regulated by the government, and the people who uh, allegedly knew what was healthy for us, that butter was bad and margarine was good. My mother used to purchase the margarine, or oleo, short for oleo margarine, as we called it, in one-pound cellophane packets of white, squishy fat with a small, round, red-orange gelatin capsule wrapped inside on the top. My mother would squeeze the contents of the capsule onto the white mound, and then she would hand it to me to knead the yellow dye into it until it was a buttery yellow. Even at my young age, something about this didn't feel right to me. I adored a real butter, but I was repulsed by margarine. Margarine was made mainly of refined vegetable oil. At that time, we were told that natural fats, such as butter, nuts, avocados, and eggs, were bad for us, and that processed fats, such as refined vegetable oils, we're good. Now, that's the thing that really trips me up about this text. You're not encouraging free thinkers at all. You're really trying to control. This is a, if you pay attention to this, this is a, 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 a effort to control mass consciousness. It's one thing to present a, a new product or an idea to someone, but it's another thing to, to deliberately um, discredit something to try to control someone's uh, choices, you know, uh, that's, that's, that's really um, sinister. So you really have to think about that. Um, why would they try to do that? I think Margaret's back on, and so maybe she can connect. Hi, Margaret. I see you there. Let me try this other one here. Are you there you now? Is that you? Oh, there you yeah, are. Yeah, I'm here. Okay, so. I see you at two different locations. There you are. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm 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 Hi. both on the internet and on the phone because I couldn't hear anything. Oh, that's what's going on. Well, I'm glad you made it. I'm glad I was just okay, reading the passage. Okay, so I should just text. stay on the phone. Yeah, you could stay on the phone. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You 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 did a you did a great job of talking about my work. Thank you. You're welcome. You know, I was telling everybody because I've been working to discipline myself in terms of, you know, different aspects of my life, being healthier in mind and thought, uh, healthier with relationships. And this is not something that's brand new to me either. This is something I think I've been working at this uh, since I was about maybe 18, 19 years old. And... You know, you have you have patterns. You have um, habit, like you'll go in and out. And so just trying to understand how you can be more consistent with it so that, because your book clearly says, you know, experience a consistent at-will connection with your spiritual source. That's what, one of the things that I, I think our audience could really benefit from talking about today is the consistency factor. Of it all. Well, yeah. So, I mean, the, mm-hmm. you know, people people um, lose motivation 
because they really don't understand how to get where they want to go. That's that's one of the problems. I mean, if people made made progress, they would be motivated mm-hmm. uh, to be consistent. And um, and this mm. is what I I teach people to do because okay. with the inner bonding process that I teach, uh, people make progress very very rapidly. It's it's a very profound and deep process, and it motivates okay. people to learn to take care of themselves because they 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 get to know who they really are. They get to see how incredibly beautiful they are inside. And you know we take care of what we love. Like if you love your car, you take care of your car. Um, but if you're not loving yourself, you're not very motivated to take good care of yourself. Yeah, it's that loving yourself factor. Um, and I learned, you know, that not just, you know, all of us, like our culture, our 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 um, human consciousness really needs to understand how enlightened children are and to, oh, I so agree. Yeah, and really like because if you look at our world like we really have some some challenges that we're facing as adults you know as we come into adulthood and it all stems for I don't think any of us are missed um, when we were children and um, when, when I think about why we don't love ourselves more, I think about um, ACE, um, which is Adverse right. Childhood Experiences. Um, that's one of the things uh, that I learned a lot about in health coaching, that many of us, whether conscious about it or not, have experienced adverse childhood experiences have a, and how they have a tremendous impact on um, our ability to love ourselves and to be kind to ourselves and to treat ourselves, care for ourselves better, you know. Uh, so Well, and, and that's what, so true. And, and one of the things that heartens me is that I, I work with so many people who have been very, very, very severely abused. And, and so often they think, oh, you know, I, I'm just too damaged. I, I can't heal. And the fact is that's just not true because there is a place in all of us, our our true self, our soul, that wasn't damaged by the abuse. We, we, we have a place in our lower brain called the amygdala, which is the fight-or-flight mechanism, and that place absorbs so many false beliefs from the abuse, the experiences that we had, and then we unconsciously operate from these false beliefs. But um, when when you learn the inner bonding process, you learn how to access who you really are in your soul, and you see that you're just incredible, and that's what creates the healing inside, when we see who we really are, not who we think we are, because that, mm-hmm. that ego, that wounded part of us, thinks we're so flawed and we're so damaged. And um, yes, we have... We've absorbed so many false beliefs, and, and that that is the damage. But there is a way to heal them, and it doesn't have to take forever, and it doesn't have to cost a lot of money. And and that's what mm-hmm. I'm so excited about. I've been teaching interbonding for 35 years now, and this is what I talk about in Diet for Divine Connection. The whole first part of the book is okay. what you how how you need to treat your body 
because mm-hmm. in order to really see who you are, you've got to be able to connect with a higher source of truth, what, whatever you want to call that. You can call that God or spirit or, or, or divine guidance or guardian angel or higher self, whatever it is you want to call that or higher power. Um, we have to be able to connect to that in order to really see who we are. And in order to connect to that, we need um, what's called a high frequency. A frequency is is the rate at which our body vibrates and which our energy vibrates. When we eat junk food, a lot of sugar, processed food, fast food, our bodies are, are not meant to deal with those foods. And so it lowers our frequency. It's very hard for the body to manage these foods, which is why people are getting so sick now from from all these foods. And so the first part of the book is about mm-hmm. how to keep uh, the frequency of your body high. And the second half mm-hmm. teaches the, the six steps of inner bonding. And mm-hmm. so the, the one thing that, that keeps your frequency oh, high is eating clean, organic food. And the okay. second thing is that you have to be open to learning about loving yourself. Okay. Most people have learned to protect against pain with um, a lot of self-abandoning behaviors. And that keeps their frequency too low. But when you learn to, when you open to learning about loving yourself with a higher source of guidance, that raises your frequency enough to connect with that source. And that's when you can start to see who you really are. Is that making sense to you? Absolutely, absolutely. I'm really excited to learn about the inner bonding process, um, willingness and responsibility being step one. Right. Okay. So so step mm-hmm. one means that you're willing to feel your feelings. You know, in our culture, um, at least I was taught, you know, my feelings weren't okay. And uh, my uh, my mother expected me to be just okay, to be happy all the time. And I wasn't allowed to be upset. And a lot of people um, are taught that they're just supposed to be fine. You know, I'm fine. And But what they don't realize is that our feelings are, um, they're, they're a source of inner guidance. They have an enormous amount of information for us. So, for example, when we're feeling anxious or depressed or angry or guilty or ashamed or empty or alone or jealous, these feelings are telling us that there's some ways in which we are abandoning ourselves. We're not loving ourselves. When we feel the peace and the joy and the fullness, that's letting us know that we are taking good care of ourselves. And when we're with other people and we feel a kind of loneliness or we feel sort of heartbroken or we feel helplessness with them, that's letting us know that there's something not good going on with uh, between us and this other person. And so these feelings are informational. We need them. We don't want to numb them out. We don't want to avoid them by staying up in our head or judging them or turning to various addictions or making others responsible for them. We we, we need them. And so step one okay. is that we become willing to get inside our body and feel our feelings and we decide we want responsibility for them. We're not going to avoid them. We're going to learn from them. That's step one of inner bonding. 
and and I it takes that. practice because <clears throat> yeah, because you know, most of us, you know, that, I grew mm-hmm. up being in my head. Did you? <laughs> oh, you have no idea. <laughs> I'm still <laughs> trying to get out of my head. I, I'm no, I, I'm, <laughs> right. I'm good at it now. I know I observe my thoughts. You know, um, I I know what you know when I get to into certain states of consciousness. And I'm really good at observing myself now and just working to let it pass. I have my tools, and I use them. I'm not afraid to use them. <laughs> Great. So, um, but, you know, one of the things that you said is that all of, you know, many of us have been trained to not feel. And, you know, we were just taught to get along with things. But if you look at it, I was just reading from part of your text when I was talking about, you know, how we we've been – um, conditioned and controlled, you know, our parents also, you know, and their parents and right. their parents, you oh, know. Yeah. So um, just conditioned to and trained to kind of be robotic and enslaved, mentally enslaved to um, keep a system going. And I, you know, at, 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 um, with cautiousness, not to try to sound, you know, too, you know, like I'm thinking, speaking about a conspiracy theory, but I'm just paying attention to what's been going on and what people are, have been doing and, and how we have been fed information and programmed to believe certain things. And I, I read your example about revelations from the, from the foods you eat on um, Chapter 5 of your text, page 41. That was a perfect example about how we've been conditioned to just get along with things and to, to do things that aren't necessarily good for us for the purpose of um, feeding a system that just wants to focus on material um, gain, you know? Well, that's so. right. And, and, and they want us, they don't want us to be tuned into the truth. They don't want us to have access to our inner guidance or our higher guidance because then they can't control us. And so That's they right. want to control us. They mm-hmm. they want to control what we buy, what we eat. Um, and, mm-hmm. and so, uh, you know, these big industries are very, very invested. You know, of course, it comes from greed, which is very, very sad. But they're so invested in controlling what we think and how we feel. And, and it just it breaks my heart because you know that there's so much illness. You know about the cancer, the heart disease, the the um, the, the the diabetes, the autoimmune illnesses, the autism. All of this has proliferated mm-hmm. since yeah. the food industry has been yeah. putting out these what I call non-foods. Yeah. And um, yeah. and they don't care. They don't care that so many people are getting sick. You know, and they see, don't care the that. It's the, because it's become so common. When you try to to share this information with people, they think, you know, what are you talking about? This happens to everybody. This is how it is. This is what humans have to go through. You know, this is a part of yeah, but it's not true. It's not true at all. You know, yeah, I I started eating all organic. I I was a Mm -hmm. sickly kid, which I talk about in the book. I started eating all organic because I read some books and realized what was happening to the food system. When I was 22 years old, I started eating all organic. There was one little tiny health food store in Los Angeles at that time. Mm -hmm. And and I got better, and, um, and that was many years ago. I'm going to be 80 this year, and I am in amazing shape. I have 
unbelievable energy, unbelievable health, but I don't eat processed foods. I don't eat sugar. I don't eat industrial seed oils. I don't, I mean, everybody my age, you know, they're getting their hips replaced, their knees replaced. They've got all mm-hmm. kinds of different illnesses going on. I don't have any of it. It's not mm-hmm. the natural way. It, it, mm-hmm. People are getting so sick because of what's going on with the food supply. Not only that, but um, the, the industrial farms, you know, they, they, they don't replenish the soil. They use chemical fertilizers. They use pesticides and GMOs. And all of these things are causing the illnesses. And unless people realize that, they're, they're, they're going to keep getting sick. And there really is a way to eat clean, organic food, even if you're very poor. There really is a way. I work with people all the time who have very, very little money, and I teach them how to eat clean, organic food very, very inexpensively. You don't have to Let's be wealthy about that. to do that. Let's talk a little bit about that because you're right, Margaret. That's a big one for people because they say, you know, well, what do you want us to do? You know, the prices yeah. of organic are like $10 for one apple, like, you know. Um, well, that, so well first of all, do? that, yeah. Right. It, I mean, <laughs> they're, they're, first of all, Costco ha- has a lot. Um, King Super, the the Krogers, they have their own brand. Um, they have mm-hmm. many, many um, organic foods that are very, very inexpensive. There's farmers markets people can go to. Um, people can plant their own gardens. You know, even their front lawns. There's so many ways of getting good food. And what people don't realize is many of them um, actually might live near organic farms. They might not realize, but they could look it up. Like I go directly to the farm. I get my food directly from the farm. It's about half price when you do it that way. Mm. Mm. And so there's so many ways of eating well. They don't realize that they're actually paying a lot of money for the junk they're putting in their body, plus the you know the 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 time away from work, uh, being sick, everything that goes into what they pay for medical expenses. Really, it's a whole lot. I I never have to see a doctor. I mean, I haven't mm. worked with a doctor in years and years and years. I don't have to take medication. Those are all very very expensive. So um, mm. people don't realize that if they just went to inexpensive stores like Costco or like the Kroger and, and other, other, other supermarkets are bringing in um, organics now because more and more people want them. But it's so important for people to find a way to do that, and they can, no matter what mm-hmm. their budget is. Mm-hmm. I agree. I know, you know, it does take effort, but it's worth the effort, and that's what we have to Remember, if you want something different, you you, you got to put a little bit more, and and it's the effort part of that. I think is up front, and then once you get a system in place, you know, and you start to heal yourself completely, um, you it it doesn't cost as much as you think because your cells are getting nurtured on a deeper level, so you're not as hungry. Right. You know, you're not putting in all these fillers. You know, well, that's constantly. right, and you have more energy. Mm-hmm. And you do have more energy. That's right, because once you, once your cells are being fed, um, they're getting energized, and so you're right. getting more energy to your brain. Absolutely, absolutely. So, okay, 
so step one for inner bonding is willingness to feel, right, and not abandoning right. and, yourself. Right, and, and to take responsibility that you say, okay, I'm, I'm going to take responsibility for my feelings, for what I'm doing that's making me feel bad. Yeah. You know, yeah. like, like, you know, there's so much anxiety and depression in our culture. And and really there's three major causes of that. One is unhealed childhood abuse, which people do need to deal with. One is that when they're eating junk food, they create an imbalance in their microbiome, which is in the gut, which is the seat mm-hmm. of the immune system. And that creates mm-hmm. toxicity that goes up into the brain and can create anxiety and depression. And then the third is self-abandonment, not loving oneself. Like if you if you talk to a kid the way you talk to yourself, like the way so many people talk to themselves, where they say, "Well, oh, you're no good. You're you're bad. You're a loser. You're not good enough. You'll never be good enough. Nobody loves you." You know, that's what people say to themselves. Well, if they talk to a child that way, the child would get anxious and depressed. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So one of the things that is so important, you're absolutely right, is to raise your self-awareness about your hidden thoughts, the thoughts in your subconscious mind, right. you know, um, and we can't go back, you know, um, and we're tempted to, you know, go there sometimes, myself included, but the key to it is, is once you um, raise your self-awareness about these thoughts, it's, it's, it's really uncomfortable to do. Right. So that's why we drown out stuff. That's why we have people have addictions and things like that um, is because we're trying to avoid that those feelings. But we can feel them. And then once we are aware, then we can do something about it. You know, right. So, so let's move it. on to step two. step two. Right. Let's move okay. on to step two of inner bonding, which is in step two, <clears throat> you focus in your heart and you make a conscious decision to open to learning about truth and about love, about how you're treating yourself, about what your beliefs are, and you you invite in um, compassion and, and kindness. You just open and say, I invite in compassion and kindness. And then in step three, you're dialoguing like, like you're talking with an actual child. Let's say you have a child yeah. who's, um, who's upset with you. And you say, well, honey, what, you know, what am I doing? What am I telling you? How am I treating you? That's what we do on the inner level. We ask our upset part inside, what am I telling you? How am I treating you? What am I doing or not doing that's causing this upset, this anxiety or depression or guilt or shame or anger? And then we go inside mm-hmm. and we allow the feelings, just like we would allow mm-hmm. a child to talk to yeah. us and say, well, you know, you're you're judging me all the time. You ignore me. You put me down. Uh, you don't stand mm. up for me. Um, mm. you, you push me. You tell me I've got to be perfect all the time. I better not make a mistake. And so we go in and we see how, you know, what are we telling ourselves? How are we treating ourselves? And then when we understand what we're doing, we go a little bit deeper into why are we doing that? And that's where the false beliefs are. Like, why am I pushing myself and telling myself I, I have to do everything right and I have to be perfect? Well, that programmed part of us might believe, well, that's the only way I can get approval. And unless I get approval, I'm no good. Other people have to approve of me for me to be okay, you see. And so and that's mm. the way I can control. And false beliefs are always about trying to control getting approval, getting love, getting attention, getting to be okay, getting something. And they and this program part of us 
has so many false beliefs about that. And that's how we find out about that. And once we understand (laughs) what we're doing, why we're doing Mm -hmm. it, what the beliefs Mm -hmm. are, then in step four, we again open to our higher guidance. Um, And we teach people, of course, how to do this. They can learn in the book how to access Mm -hmm. their higher guidance in in Diet for Divine Connection. And you're asking Mm -hmm. two questions. What is the truth about any Mm -hmm. of these beliefs? And what is loving to me? What loving action Mm -hmm. do I need to take? And with practice, you can access that information. And then step five is you take the action, like you stop okay. judging yourself or, or you, you, know, you, you, you um, take the pressure off and, of having to be perfect or whatever. There's thousands of actions we could take. And then in step mm-hmm. six, we go back in to see how we're feeling. And if we're feeling some relief, then we know we've taken uh, a loving action on our own behalf. If we haven't, then we have to go back, look for another loving action. Just like, just like if you have a baby and okay. the baby's crying, and you mm-hmm. want to be a good parent, mm-hmm. you try and mm-hmm. figure out what does the baby need. Does the baby need to be fed or changed or held or rocked or what? This is what mm-hmm. we do with ourselves. We try and tune into what do we need so that we feel safe inside, so that we feel loved inside. We feel valued and seen inside by ourselves. So that's very briefly the six steps of inner bonding. Oh, that was perfect. And, you know, Margaret, you described what my inner child is always saying to me. Stop judging me. Stop trying to be so perfect. Stop, you know. (laughs) And and, (laughs) I feel like you you guys have talked. (laughs) Right. Um, Well, that's because most people are doing that to themselves. Okay. You know, we've been trained. We've been trained to do that. Yeah. One of the things that you were talking about, like that, well, that came to mind when you were speaking is how all that we experience, though, is for our highest good. Like, like there is a real message in the messenger. There's a real message in how we feel. And it's, it's, it's a lot deeper than just us. It's about what we're supposed to bring to this experience. Right. Because, as you said, on mass, mass consciousness, we're, we're connected, so we're all feeling this. So whoever takes the time to sit and connect and feel, you're kind of charged to bring a message to mass consciousness about what it is that you learn, like yourself, like what you've done. Right. Yeah, and, so, and you know, mm-hmm, I, I, I do believe that this is true, that, that each of us can have such an impact on the planet by bringing love to ourselves and really learning about who we are and then extending that love out to others. And I believe that all of the issues on our planet would get resolved when we really get to know who we are in our essence because then we get to see who everybody is and then we get to know that we're actually all one. We need to experience that sense of oneness. Once you experience that oneness within yourself you and you extend that out and you feel the oneness with each person, you cannot mm-hmm. hurt somebody. You cannot hurt somebody once you experience that we are all one 
but it has to start with ourselves. It's not an intellectual concept. We have to actually experience our oneness with our soul and our oneness with our higher guidance, and that's a fantastic experience when you can have that. And then when you experience your oneness with others, that is, to me, the highest experience in life. And I see, I mean, you know, our our world is in so much trouble because people are they don't get this they don't get that we are one and so they think they can hurt people without hurting themselves but they can't they're hurting themselves when they hurt others and and that is just the saddest thing in the world to me and so this work is so very important Mm -hmm. that's one thing you know i kind of feel like as you raise your consciousness about this and you start to do this work you do realize that what you do to others um, is affecting you. And it does cause you to want to uh, make an effort toward forgiveness because whenever I hold anger or frustration about something I experience or um, toward someone else, it really makes me feel bad. Like I start to feel bad now about that. I'm, I'm feeling this way and I work to, I do my journaling. I, you know, go through my process, I use my tools, and I really try to um, raise the energy to a higher level of consciousness within myself these days because I'm like, man, this doesn't feel good to be holding on to this, but right. here. Like, so what is it telling me? Why is it here? And why does it keep showing up in my life in so many different ways? So I feel like when you are, like, stuck on a certain vibration, it's that's where you should be. That's where you need to be diving in and and unpacking that so that before you try to move on to the next level. Do you agree? Oh, I absolutely 100% agree with that. And, and you know, I'm excited about what you're saying that that you do because really that's what everybody needs to do. That's what taking responsibility for your own feelings is all about rather than just acting out on other people. You know, like like the, the shooting that just happened with you know so many 12 people dead and this guy was an engineer and he worked there now obviously he had no understanding of how to take responsibility for his own feelings and so then he acts out on other people um anger is a projection um, it means that your inner child is really angry at you for how you're not taking care of yourself but instead of dealing with it you project it out onto others and and I don't know if you know this, but the research shows that every single mass shooter has been on the psychotropic drugs for anxiety or depression. And these drugs are mm. known to cause homicide and suicide. And it's a it's a horrible vicious circle because it's very likely that this guy was eating, you know, junk food creating a horrible mm-hmm. imbalance in, in his gut. Then he uh, creates the anxiety and depression from the food and the self-abandonment. Then he goes to a psychiatrist who gives him medication, and then he flips out from it. And this is what's happening mm-hmm. over and over and over again. And it's just wow. so, so, so sad to me. But every person... You have if, to if be you, more mindful. Do, yeah, well, mm-hmm. yeah. And, and you know, <clears throat> excuse me, you know, you just confirmed to me, you know, sometimes we think that, oh, we, well, everybody's aware. Like, you know, we know that we don't have to do this work anymore because everybody knows everything, you know, like it's out there. 
But us knowing information is just kind of like the onset. It's the seed that's being planted. It's about right. the the embodying, the understanding, and then the application, the practice that so That's many right. healers the out there have to, the action. So, yeah, we've got to continue to do this work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and one it, of the things, mm-hmm. yeah, one of the things that, that people say to me often is, I don't have time. Now, that's it's just not true. I'm really busy. I work over 60 hours a week, but I cook all of my own food. And there is a way of doing it very, very, very simply without having to go out oh, yeah. to fast food places or, or just pop something in the microwave. It's actually, once you learn it, it takes some time. But once you learn it, it takes almost no time. To, to, to do it yourself. And then people say with inner bonding, well, I don't have the time. But you know what? The mind is always going. And instead of like, and you're in the shower, instead of allowing yourself to tell yourself that there's something wrong with you, why not do a little, a little inner process? And and um, you know and 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 see how how you're treating yourself when you're at a stoplight. Why not go in and check on how you're feeling when you're waiting in line at the market mm. instead of ruminating about being angry at somebody? Why not go in and 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 do some mindful meditation for a minute and 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 yeah. do some of that work? Yeah. So oh, I tell people, it doesn't take extra time. So much. Yeah, you yeah. Know, see, I, it's about like mm-hmm, maximizing your time, is what you're right. telling us about. Yeah, that's right. And yeah. and I walk every morning because I do my exercise, and I do my inner bonding work out loud because I live in a rural area. I do it out loud. Okay. So I walk for half an okay. hour, and I start the day doing an inner bonding process. Now I've been doing inner bonding for 35 years, and I I plan on doing it the rest of my life because we mm-hmm. need to practice tuning in. One of the one of the problems is is that um you know people people have deep neural pathways in the lower part of their brain for yeah. their woundedness, for their false beliefs. In order to shift that, they have to practice being what we call a loving adult, which is who you are when you're open to learning, you're taking loving action for yourself, you're being mindful. Mm-hmm. In order to develop the neural pathways, you have to practice. And so I continue to practice that every single day, and I will for the rest of my life. But it doesn't take me extra time. I can do it when I'm doing other things. You see, so, well, so not yeah, having time is not a reason. Yeah, I think, you know what it is? It's not time. It's discipline, it, it, for lack right. of a better word. Um, it's, you know, I call, I, like, I, I call it being intentional with your time. You know, right. like you have, you have goals, you have dreams, you know, things that you like to accomplish. The reason that we're not able to accomplish them partially is because we have to learn to be more intentional with how we spend our time. Well, that takes focus you know, and concentration. Right. And a lot of our minds are just kind of a little disembobulated because of what you're talking about, the food that we're right. eating, you know. Right. So it goes, so it's kind of a, like a, a spy, like a circle, you know, of unhealthiness, if you will, if you take the time and look at the pattern of the causes and the effects so if you can introduce simple ways of incorporating this healthier lifestyle 
that would really serve people better because we have to meet people where they are. They've been right. operating in a certain way for a certain amount of time, you know. Um, and so, you know, it, it, when you're implementing these new ideas, these healthier lifestyles, even be compassionate with yourself with reintroducing this. Because I know for me, when I first started learning about different things and better ways of eating and doing things, I really, I applied, I used the same mind that I was in to, um, to incorporate the new ideas, which, which I'm talking about the same judging perfectionist type of mind. I had to do everything right. right then, you know, so I used that same approach, but you can incorporate, you don't have to panic. It's okay. You're getting this new information today. You can gently and do, you know, bring these ideas in gradually to help yourself accept them and make them a part of your lifestyle. But as you were talking, one of the other things that I thought about was a crock pot, you know, is as a way to help you with um, eating healthier and save you time, you know. Right. It's using a That's crock right. pot. Finding, yep. a, you know, having it cook at home when you're away. So when you get home, you come home to a nice, freshly cooked meal, and your home will smell so good, too, right. at the same time. When you come in, it'll be so inviting. You come home to a nice home-cooked meal, nothing like it. So we've learned, we've, we've listed some ideas, Margaret. Let's list some more ideas, that ways that people can compassionately incorporate um, a diet for divine connection um, to fit into their current already busy lifestyle. We listed, you, you listed um, um, locations that they can go, right? They can go to uh-huh. Costco's and they can go to Kroger. I love Kroger. They have really good water at Kroger, actually. Um, yep. You know, um, planting your own garden. I love doing that. It's so much fun and you get to be out there in nature, um, checking right. out the organic farms and stuff. So you do have to do some, a little bit of research. And then I just mentioned crockpots. You also mentioned, like, when you're in the shower, Catching your thoughts, like being mindful of where your mind is going. Be intentional about what you're thinking. So even during your shower time, maybe that's a time to do your inner bonding work. So what else? That's right. Yeah, so so one of the things that I do, um, I I do better with with cooked vegetables than raw vegetables, uh, but I don't have a lot of time. And so once a week, I I chop up a whole bunch of the kinds of vegetables that I like, and I put them in a glass container. It keeps them fresh. And then when I'm ready to, and this is for my lunch, um, I just put it in in a, in a pan with a little either water or I make bone broth as well. And I I I, I cook it in that. And it takes like five minutes because I chop it small. It takes five minutes to um, you know to eat it. People who who are at work, they can do it in the morning and take it with them. Um, and then they can add whatever they want. They can add eggs or they can add fish. They can add whatever they want to it. And it's a very, very quick way to have a meal um, other than a crock pot. I think a crock pot is a fabulous idea. But one of the things that I've done is that I, I put things together um, like on a, on a weekend when I have some time so that during the week my meals are very quick, very, very fast. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. and really, I think it takes less time than stopping at a fast food place, you know. It, or, it really or, does. You know, and, well, it, and it's and, about and less, and, sure. Pardon me? 
I said it's about yeah, habit for sure. Mm-hmm. Oh, it is, and, and but but uh, you know, it if if you if you have children especially, and you really want your children to be happy, I I just and to be healthy. I just saw a movie that I recommend to everybody. Uh, it's called Secret Ingredients, and you can go to secretingredients.com and watch okay. the movie on your computer. And it shows okay. all these families with kids, and the kids are so sick, and the families are so sick, and the kid, like one kid had autism really bad, and and then they went off all GMOs and onto all organic food, and then you should see what happened so fast, like in a month or two, everything started mm-hmm. to change, and it shows this child with autism before they they went off all that, and he couldn't talk. And he was like flapping and doing all the autistic stuff. And then they showed him after with his friends, and he's into sports and he can talk. And I mean, it was like amazing, yeah. you know, yeah. just amazing. And and it doesn't have to take very long. It's just that people need to get that if they love their kids and themselves, that they've got to be feeding themselves. Um, the food that God made, not the food that manufacturers make. And my rule of thumb for people, you know, they say, well, what do you eat? What do you eat? And I say, well, I, you know, I don't care whether you're you're paleo or keto or vegan or vegetarian. Yeah, just eat it clean, fresh. If people didn't eat it 200 years ago, don't eat it now. If you can't pronounce it, don't eat it. You know, that's just the rule of thumb. And 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 people can get healthy so fast. If they pay attention to it, are you there? Hello. I love that. I'm sorry. There was a yes. There was a disconnection. Blog Talk Radio has been having a little issue at this time for some reason. It happened okay. last week too. But yes, I, the uh. last thing I heard you say is is if people didn't eat it um, years ago or. Yeah, yeah, if people didn't eat it 200 years ago, don't eat it now. And if you can't pronounce it, don't eat it. Are you there? Oh, dear. Hello? Really good advice. Hello? Um, yeah. Yeah, so thank you. <laughs> Hello? Yeah, I'm still here, Mar. I'm still here, Margaret. Okay. Okay. Are you there? Hello? 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 Okay, I'm back, guys. I'm sorry. Um, there's some technical difficulties. But let's go ahead and listen to Miss Sandra's moment of power uh, and then see if we can get Margaret back on. Okay? So here we go. 
Okay. So there's some divine connection not happening with our show today. Um, nothing is playing, right? Okay. So um, we're going to have to wrap up today's show. I don't know what's going on, um, but technology. I guess we need to spend some time doing some inner bonding right now. So <laughs> so some of the things that um, you can do to spend time inner bonding is journaling is really helpful. Uh, you, you take some time to connect with your thoughts. Uh, that's so super helpful. Paying attention to how you feel about certain things, you know, uh, and, and not judging yourself for how you feel. It's really, you know, it's not about judgment. Like whatever comes up, just try to be in a place of observation. You know, um, we can't, some of our thoughts, and you'll begin to notice, are just, they're repetitious. They're just repetitious. They're, they're in, in habit loops, you know. So find some ways to compassionately redirect them. Um, that will be really helpful to you. Uh, one thing I like to do is to, is to break my if – I, if I want to raise my awareness, I do things a little differently. So, like, I started brushing my teeth with my other hand to help me to raise my awareness. It takes it – takes me thinking and that's what when people say effort that's what they really mean I got to think about it and you want to think about it you really want to think about what you're doing and how you're showing up in the world that's the key to getting yourself out of being an autopilot is is thinking about what you're doing and how you're showing up so first process is to get yourself back to thinking about what you're doing back to paying attention about, you know, with what you're doing and how you're responding to life. Um, the second thing I, I would definitely say is to get, you know, join some connection, like some type of a community support to help you through this because there's a lot of unpacking that has to be done. You know, if you've never done it, there's a lot of unpacking that has to be done. So more less about putting more and more information in and more about seeing what's already in there, too. Like, it, there has to be a balance of both. Um, other ways that you can take some time to connect with yourself include, you know, doing something with yourself. Um, I, I definitely love gardening, and so I've been doing a lot more of that. And that's also, that that's, has dual purposes because I can garden and I spend time in nature. I'm getting, you know, good doses of nature. And I'm also um, getting the, the benefit of the food that, that is produced. So that's really nice. And it saves time and it saves money because I'm doing dual things at one time. So that's really good. Uh, the most important thing, like, I, I, I feel like now is that I'm learning so much about is that the me- there's a message in the messenger, and so what I mean by that is the messenger can be a person, it can be an experience, it could be a feeling, right? It could be even a thought. There's a message in the messenger. And you have to spend some time sitting and kind of and unpacking it, processing it, you know. And if you need some help with that, definitely get a therapist to help you unpack. Um, oh, let me see. Sorry, I didn't see your suggestions. I, um, yeah. Get a therapist to help you unpack. Um, get a support group to help you unpack. Um, 
definitely, um, Sister Queen Vashana says, you know, start a garden in your current space. Um, buy pots from the dollar store and soil and seeds, plant basic herbs. Yeah, that's excellent. Yeah, like do something to connect with yourself and to connect with nature is really helpful with, with, um, with um, helping you to process information. What Margaret said today, and I'm so sorry that we can't hear you again right now, Margaret, um, but, and I'm sorry, Mom, that we can't get Ms. Sandra's moment of power on but what really stood out for me today is the whole forgiveness and compassion. It does take effort, seriously. Um, but when you start unpacking a lot of this stuff and you start seeing, like, you know, how things are passed down and thoughts and how we're being, you know, being a lot of us being controlled by um, different industries and government agencies, you, you can find a way to, to forgiveness. It does take effort. It does take um, practice, but you can do it. And what's a really motivating factor for me too is that I is how you feel when you free up yourself, when you forgive someone else, when you um, find compassion for yourself. You know, you start to feel lighter, and life really does start to get better for you. So, um, forgiveness is not forgetting; it's extracting the wisdom. That's what I like to think about it as: extracting the wisdom and applying the wisdom and understanding that we're all here to learn lessons. And so if you can start with forgiving yourself and start with showing compassion to yourself, that's a great place to start. Check out Margaret's book, Diet for Divine Connection, Beyond Junk Food and Junk Thoughts to um, At Will Spiritual Connection by Margaret Paul, PhD. It's awesome. She also is the co-author of Do I Have to Give Up Me to Be Loved by You? Wow. I love that one, too. And Healing Your Aloneness, an author of Inner Bonding. Oh, she has a whole book about inner bonding. So check her out. Thank you guys for um, uh, for joining us today. Sorry about um, any of the issues that we had with today's show, but maybe it's because it's time for us to go do some inner bonding. Until next time, beautiful people. Um, Oh, next week, just to remind you, we will be talking about using stones to heal your life with Jennifer Marcinell. And you can check out Jennifer by visiting www.burnbrighttoday.com. Peace.